You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 502 of Podcateers. In this episode, we give some snack updates. We reveal our 10-year anniversary logo with a handful of other announcements. Uh, Elmo loves you and just wants to know how you're doing. The sequel to Beetlejuice gets a poster and release date, plus some big news about Universal's Epic Universe. Uh, Now, I did just say that we reveal our 10-year anniversary logo on this podcast, and you might be thinking to yourself, well, but how? This is audio. Well, this was an episode where we tested video. So there's actually a video version of this podcast that we'll be posting somewhere, maybe some clips. Uh, It was our first time testing this new software, and as we work on shifting into doing more video, uh, it's really exciting. You'll hear more about it in the episode, but uh, yeah, super fun. We would love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join our community. Before we jump into the episode, we would like to take a moment to acknowledge a very special group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like access to discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content that we upload to Patreon, a first look at new things that we work on like this video stuff, random giveaways, and more. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And of course, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So that's going to wrap up the intro. Uh, Stay tuned on Instagram and Discord for more information on the video version of this. Thank you for bearing with us as we kind of, you know, start doing a little bit more content in that format. Again, if you haven't joined our Discord community, uh, come hang out. Podcateers.com slash links is where you will find the link for Discord to come join us. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So that's it. That's going to wrap up the intro. If this is your first time listening and hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 502 of Podcateers. Well, look at that. Hey. Intro and everything. I have to... I, I'm going to admit something. Wow. I'm a little nervous. Why? Because. <laughs> so if you're listening to the podcast, we, we're experimenting right now. We actually are doing a full-blown video version of this. Uh, we are experimenting because our ultimate goal this year is to do some streaming for you to be able to play some games over on YouTube, maybe do some stuff live on Instagram, maybe, I don't know about Twitch, but, you know, maybe just do the Instagram and the YouTube stuff live. Um, And eventually, you know, hopefully we could do some stuff on TikTok, but we don't have a thousand followers on TikTok yet, and that's like one of the prerequisites to be able to go live on TikTok. And uh, so we're using this new tool that should allow us to go live and record clips of the podcast it's going to be hopefully a better experience because we'll be able to 
uh, do clips of the things that we're talking about, you'll be able to see like when Hazen's like, oh, look at this cool new deck of cards I got. Uh, <laughs> and then like I'll be able to actually show it uh, because I, you know, I do my best to try to post to Discord and I don't always do a great job of it. So thankfully I, I get reminders sometimes and sometimes, you know, life just is life and we forget to post. But hopefully this will allow us to just kind of elevate the experience and the podcast a little bit more. I have to get used to watch, like looking into the camera and yep. not being on my <laughs> phone. Uh, it, it's going to be a crazy experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm staring you in the eyes, Hazen, but it doesn't look very good on video. And you can't <laughs> see that I'm looking at you in the eyes. Yeah. So I have to look at you like this. I'm like, hi. Hazen, I, it's it's so doing? weird, right? I know because <laughs> in order, like, you, if I have to look boy. at my screen, my screen is just like off to the side, obviously. So I'm going to have to keep looking <laughs> to talk to you. Uh, and then the other thing is, you know, over the course of, of the last couple of years, doing a whole recording without cutting out parts of the podcast. If we have to take a break or whatever, or if something happens, you know, uh, it's easy to edit, but when you are live or when something's happening, it's not as easy to edit that stuff out. So it, it we're going to have to build that like instant refine muscle so that we don't have to go in and do those edits as much, or I'm going to have to take my, my bio breaks as people call them before, like I can't do them in the middle of recording anymore. If I have to go, like I'm have to keep my water intake to a minimum. Just like working. We'll just yeah. do some. We'll, fi- we'll, we'll we'll finally get some sponsors, and we can show some uh, commercials in the middle. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, and so uh, again, if you're, I know I don't know how and where we're going to release this video version because uh, again, this is a test. Uh, the the way that we're recording it should allow me to create at least clips of what we're doing. Uh, and if it works out, then, you know, maybe we'll do like a, a video that's private and we'll send it up to the FGP squad. We'll post it on Discord or we'll put a link on Patreon or something for at least some clips of the show, if anything, just to give you an idea of what we're working on. But yeah, it's exciting. It, I'm, I'm like nervous about the whole situation. Um, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm personally camera ready right now. But you're doing fine. I mean, hey, you just speak and look, you look into marvelous, the camera darling. Oh <laughs> uh, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's not. I mean, I, you know, I think the. The ability for me to not have to worry, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, uh, the the ability for me not to worry about what I look like, especially on the days that I don't feel my best, mm-hmm. was always easy when we were just doing the audio version, right? But as we kind of look to the future and we're kind of like dipping our toes into this whole live stream thing and everything, I just keep thinking like, man, I got to work on that like RBF, man. I can't. <laughs> like, I, I can't just... <laughs> You know, well, can't you can't be, all be smiling all the time the either. Root beer float? <laughs> yes, root beer float. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it would be strange to just uh, smile all the time. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, again, we'll we'll see how this works out. I'm still getting familiar with everything that we're going to be using 
uh, we have some uh, cool banners that we can share. So again, if you're watching like the video version of this podcast, we'll be able to like switch into this mode, and I'll just be like, boom, Whoa. bring up a banner, you know, telling you to visit podcasters.com/links for our latest episode, the Quizneyland playlist, links to our Discord, the FGP squad, and our YouTube channels. You know, because th- those are a thing. You know, when we're promoting our YouTube channel, just be like, boom, subscribe, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcasters. And yes, that is an at symbol if you're watching this live. Uh, I didn't realize. I thought it was just like slash podcasters, but you can add an at podcasters, and it also works. Uh, Larry's YouTube channel, Goofy Guys Adventures. If you're not following Larry, make sure that you're following him as well. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. We don't have the ability. Can can we comment right now? Let's see. I don't know. Nope. Let's see. Cannot comment. I just tried. It doesn't let me. But if we're live, the really cool thing about the way that we're gonna be doing this is that uh, depending on the platform that you're on, excuse me. See, there's already something I'm not gonna be able to edit out. Um, the the platform that we're using will allow comments from people that are joining on the stream so whether uh you are on youtube or you know does anybody ever stream to facebook is that still a thing i'm sure some people do i don't know about who but uh, i mean it's got to be a thing yeah okay so i i think i asked you this earlier but which layout do we like more do we like this one where there's like a square of each of us or like do we like this one where it's like a wider version of each of our videos. I like the wi- I'm so used to Zoom with the wide one because that's what we've been doing it on. Yeah. I'm used to the wide one. That means I don't have to see my faces uh, zoomed in either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know, Mel. Which one do you prefer? I. You know what? Can I see the square ones again? Yeah. <laughs> Camera Is one. Is it better A two. Oh. or B? <laughs> B Is it better you A? Know what? Or B. <laughs> <laughs> we got three or four. We're at the eye doctor, right. everybody. Oh, this is three <laughs> and this is four. I like that one. That one's great. Or four. You know, this one's great. Um, if you're watching the video, you'll get a little bit more context about what we're talking about here. But the reason this is great is because uh, this will allow us to share our screen to be able to share other stuff that's happening. Uh, again, I'm pretty excited about this. Let me see. Can I bring up a... If you're listening, it's YouTube. just three of us if, tiny at the very bottom. <laughs> yes. A big blank, yep. nothing above can it. I, can I bring up a YouTube window? I should have just had a tab with YouTube up. I had one up earlier and then I closed it. Come on, Grandpa. Bring up the YouTube. I'm trying here. Just give me a second. <laughs> I have no controls over here. I'd help, but I don't... We're just here for the ride. Maybe that's what I should do. I should set up like... I have a, a stream deck where I set up like buttons for a whole bunch of these things mm-hmm. and you know, try to get this all functioning and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, boom. Lodi symbol. Uh-huh. Look at that. YouTube. Look at that. So we have this version and then we have like this version where our, like our screens or like our visuals are on the side so we can talk about something. Uh, how, hey, it's funny. Um Two things that, that we're going to be talking gonna about talk in this about episode that. are two videos there. We're going to be talking about Elmo and Epic Universe. Oh, I thought we were bit. talking oh, about yeah. the Tesla Model 3 refresh and... Uh, no, that's next week. That's next week. Plastic cheese. No, yeah. Plastic uh-huh. cheese is next week. Oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. So don't don't forget plastic cheeses next week. Uh, oh, that's right. We went with with two. We yes, with two. Mm-hmm. I might have two. to remove the other one then because I don't want to accidentally keep <laughs> pushing it. But I mean, it's fine either way. It's just then you can see all the stuff. If you're I not, was gonna you can't say... see giant Mickey Mouse that I have. We have oh, a lot yeah. of eye candy here in the back, <laughs> and That's my true. my collection of koozies. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I wonder who gave me those. All the koozies. You, you mm. just needed the. the ah. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. There's so much. Oh, um, con- since we're talking about merch, I've been I've been thinking a lot about uh, what's going to happen this year because if you've been following us for a while, you may know that. This year is the 10th anniversary of the podcast and I've been I've been thinking about like what can we do you know traditionally we've done stickers we've done uh coasters we've done the koozies we've done you know quite a few different things the t-shirts obviously the all, all the podcasters gear but I wanted something that would represent the 10 years excuse me and uh, I know I've shown this to Mel and Andrew, but since we have this like cool visual, if we get a chance to show it off to other people, should we should we give them a sneak peek of the tenth anniversary logo, or at least the concept of the tenth anniversary logo? Melissa's trying to remember what it was. I, I'm trying to no, I'm trying to t- figure out how what would be the best, either to blur it or to do a partial piece. I think it'd be fun. All right, I'm just, just going to share thing. it. Yeah, I'm going to show the whole Oh, yeah, thing. okay, so, okay. All right, I'm all right. So let me see. <laughs> let me see how I can share this because with with the other software that I was using, I could set up like a different scene and I could do all sorts of stuff and have like two, two windows, right? One mm-hmm. that was live and one that was just kind of on standby if I needed to push it into live. This new tool that we're using does not have anything like that. So let me see if I can share this window. Oh, I can. Boom. Nice. Right there. Yep. So that's the 10th anniversary logo for Podcateers. Uh, we're going to have some T-shirts. I think that's a given. You know, I, I want to have this on a T-shirt. Uh, there's there's only one thing that I think... I don't think we've discussed and hasn't been officially decided is whether or not it's going to say Podcateers at the top or Podcateers podcast at the top. Oh. Uh, I showed this to my brother and he brought up a really good point when when he looked at both because I sent him both versions of it as well. And he said that if it's on a T-shirt, obviously it's really large, right? So we'll be able to see the Podcateers mm-hmm. podcast on the shirt because it's large, but if we're going to use it as like a profile image on Instagram or, you know, anywhere we have like just the profile pic, we might just want to use Podcateers because it'll be easier to read when it's a Mm, lot smaller. Smart man. Solid point. Yeah. Yeah. So we might just have two versions of this. Um, I'm, I already have some plans to obviously do some more coasters. I know the coasters have been a huge hit for a lot of people. Gavin was telling us about the coat. He uses our coasters all the time, you know, and I, th- I think it's about time he gets a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody should get a new <laughs> one. Uh, they, they're really popular quite some time ago. Um, but uh, w- we discussed also doing 
uh, or the return of the three-inch buttons, like the birthday buttons and stuff that you can get mm-hmm. at Disneyland. We've only done two pressings of those in the entire 10 years of the podcast. We did a really small run of the actual logo, and it was the old logo that had like the word Podcateers underneath it before it evolved into like the current logo that we have now. Very similar. It just said Podcateers underneath it in like the Mickey font or like a Mickey Mouse style font or something like that. And uh, the one, oh, this one, this sticker that I have here, if you're watching, uh, it's the, the the button that says I'm listening, which was supposed to emulate one of the Disney buttons. You know, like that I'm celebrating buttons. The the I'm celebrating buttons, yeah. Uh, that was also on a T-shirt, but we're planning on doing some buttons with the new like 10 year logo. We're hoping to have a lot of that available uh, in the coming months. The actual anniversary of the podcast is in June. So we have some time to plan this out and order all this stuff. We might even have some pens with our, our name on it. I don't know. We're, we're testing the waters to see what is, is going to be nice to have and what we're going to be able to put together in a nice little package to give out to people, uh, give some stuff out to the FGP squad for all their support over the years. And I'm excited. Uh, there's, there's tons of stuff that we've been working on and this is just one of them. This stream, this new form of recording is definitely something we've been working on. And the idea behind the stream is actually something that came up some time ago because early on in the pandemic, we were doing zoom calls with the FGP squad. We were doing FGP happy hour calls and, It was fun because we were able to get together and play Jackbox games and, you know, just have some fun, hang out with each other. Sorry. See, I keep hitting the wrong button. I'm going to have to go back and delete that one. Who's got the button? Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and delete (laughs) the one that just has like the squares versus this one. Uh, Should I turn our names on? If somebody's watching, like it's not like they don't know who we are, right? But boom, fancy. I'm like I'm like a little kid with a new toy right now. It's like super <laughs> cool. Um, so what was I saying? I was talking about oh, so we were doing these these streams really early on with the FGP squad. We were like playing Jackbox games, but we were doing it through Zoom, and for the most part, they they worked. They were functional. We were able to hear and play with each other uh, because a lot of the games you play with another device. So if you're familiar or if you're not familiar with the Jackbox games, you launch Jackbox TV, you are given like a four or five digit uh, alphanumeric code that you enter, and that's how you enter the game. So you don't see the entire game board when you're playing on your device. Like if you're on your phone, all you get to see is like the questions that are being asked or how you participate with the game. And so through the stream is where we would see the actual game. Um, Larry actually did one of these recently. I was watching the video. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I just think it's a really good idea to bring them back. But instead of doing FGP-specific ones, you know, we're just going to open it up to everybody and just have some fun. Uh, Maybe we'll do some on Discord Uh, the the stream will look very similar to what we're doing, but we'll be able to participate. Um, I think the idea is 
because each of the games generally tends to allow you to have like eight to ten players that are actively participating Mm -hmm. where their video will actually show up alongside yours um so in, in this case like it would look something if you're watching the video sorry i keep referencing the the video but if you're watching the video it'll look something like this where the game is up at the top and then all of our you know images or our videos are lined up underneath it so that we could see the game this is a this was a very common setup that we had when we were doing the happy hour calls so fgp squad members are going to be really familiar with what i'm talking about uh but uh i'll release a clip of this maybe or a screenshot at least so people uh, understand what we're talking about but i'm excited again so many things to try out so many things to play with and i said a lot breathe i'm trying to (laughs) trying to somebody else talk all right let's talk let's what do we well how about here's the thing how about we talk what? about something instead of just uh, fun new toys? What's what's first on the docket? Let's see. Oh, I actually have a snack update. Ooh, I have a snack oh, update okay. too. Oh, after well, you. I just spoke a whole bunch. Why don't you go first okay, and fine, then I'll I will first. update you. <laughs> okay, so last time we talked, we talked about fast food churros. Um, and uh, I saw that uh, Subway had just recently uh, uh, released a uh, foot-long churro and a foot-long cookie and a foot-long yes. pretzel. So one day last week, uh, I went to Subway for lunch at work, and I got a sandwich and a foot-long cookie and a foot-long pretzel. And, you know, that pretzel and cookie were hot, so I went and, you know, went in the car and took the churro out of the bag and ate it. And I have to say, it was probably the most disappointing thing I've ha- ever eaten in my entire life. Um, it was like I don't. It was like eating wet cardboard that was a little <laughs> sweet in a couple of bites. It was. It wasn't crunchy. It wasn't. I don't know. It was. It was just so bad, and I feel sad because it looked. I think they might be the same brand as Disneyland Churro. I think it's the same oh, no. one. Oh, the, that's... They look identical. Oh, that but is they sad. put them in that like <laughs> Subway toaster thing. Yeah. And I mm. think they came from like a deep freeze versus like being thawed. So I think like that also affected the oh, um, yeah. like the, the texture. And then yeah. when she put the cinnamon on it, you know, Disneyland, they dunk it in that thing and get it all coated she has like a little shaker like they have like the pepper and stuff Mm, for the mm -hmm, for the mm -hmm. uh, sandwiches and just go shake 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 and that was it on there so it was it was very very sad your uh i mean your results may vary when it comes to (laughs) going to subway and getting a churro but uh yeah i don't at as uh Based on that, I do not recommend. The cookie was also not good. It was better than the churro, but it was not good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, maybe don't go to Subway for your desserts. I didn't try the pretzel. I, I'm not a you know super into pretzels. I'm sure that was probably better than the other two. Um, but That's but sad. but it is sad. But today, I went to El Pollo Loco for lunch. Oh. And I ordered my food, and the lady goes, "Would you like uh, two delicious churros for a dollar ninety nine?" And I go, "Sure." 
Did she so actually phrase it that way? Though? Yeah, two delicious churros. <laughs> okay, that's, that's what it says on all the signs too. Like two delicious nice. churros, a dollar ninety nine. Oh sure. And she goes okay, and I pull up the window, I pay, and you know she gives me the stuff. And these churros are, they're different than the Disneyland churro. They seem more, I guess, homemade. They just kind of look like a stick of dough, and they're covered. You know, they're not textured or anything. They're just like right. looks like somebody like piped dough into like a deep fryer. And then took them out and put them in the thing. But good. Like, they were good. I ate both of the churros. They're probably six to eight inch churros. And I had both of them. They were hot. They were crunchy. They could have used more cinnamon sugar, you know, if I'm comparing them to Disneyland. But they were very tasty. So if if you're, you have a hankering for a churro, of the, of the choices that I've tried so far, avoid subway at all costs and get yourself over to el pollo loco if you have one um their churro was pretty pretty tasty crispy um i liked it that's good to know so what i heard was note to sell take a gallon size bag and pour some cinnamon sugar in it <laughs> so when you buy your churro you put it in there you dunk it and you extra. shake it and <laughs> there you go problem solved thank but you it, andrew for your work yeah <laughs> but it doesn't solve the soggy churro part right? well no you have to go to yeah. el pollo loco and then you get and then you just get extra cinnamon sugar on that if okay. you bring your baggie but that'll yeah. work or you go to subway and say can i just have an uncooked one and then cook it out <laughs> <laughs> i mean at that point uh, like i said i've been scoping out the smart and finals in our area we have three that are really close to us Ooh, and none of them have them. Like I keep calling, and I don't know if it's just because I'm calling and I'm asking, and they're just not checking, or if it's one of those things where they're like, "Oh, they must have seen something on TikTok." We're gonna say, "No, we don't have it," because we don't want the rush of those pesky kids coming for our churros. <laughs> you know, I I don't know what it is. It could be uh, very many different things, but uh, I haven't been able to find the boxes anywhere. I'm still on the hunt for those but uh, it's good to know that el pollo loco has decent churros they were, they were they were they were good i I think not even de- i think they were good i think they're they're different than disneyland's for sure but they were they were satisfying i'm trying to find this place uh there's a a, a city nearby us baldwin park and there's a place there called churroholic i think Um, Yeah, they just popped up here on the Grubhub thing. They are uh, supposedly, from what I've heard, they have some good churros there. They have these really, they they loop them because they also do like ice cream. Actually, here, I'm going to bring up the Instagram account. I forgot. I can actually share this now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're listening. Unless you're listening to it, then yeah. Um, boop. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly share a few images here. But these are some of the images from the Churroholic. Or maybe that's the... Yeah, this looks like it's the play. I don't know. But they have these like looping churros and these ice cream the cones churro and stuff. loop. Yeah. Oh, I want to give it a so shot. Good. I've been... I mean, I I know I shouldn't be eating this all the time, but you know, every so often I want to. Well, you haven't something. had one yet, so you haven't. You're not eating them all exactly. the time. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But 
either way, I've been trying to restrict the sweets that I end up having, you know, throughout the the week, yeah. so to speak. But I did have an opportunity to grab some s'moreology this last weekend. Every every time that there's a a wrestling, I don't call, I can't call them pay per views anymore because that's not now they're. Uh, premium live events because ah. they're just part of Peacock now. So PLEs, mm. they're no longer pay-per-views. Uh, anytime there was always a pay-per-view or now a PLE, my brother and I would always uh, try to get like, you know, some kind of like food or something, pizza or whatever, and we'd go grab a snack and then we just watched like the PLE or the pay-per-view together. Uh, so I just, you know, it's just something that kind of stuck. I still kind of do that. Uh, you know, and this weekend was the Royal Rumble, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go get some fast food Chinese food, and I'm gonna go get me some of this like smorology. I almost went to Churro Boss because um, it, it was on the way to the Chinese food place I wanted to go to, uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go out of the way. I'm gonna go to Smorology. I tried two of the things that they have there. I don't have a picture ready to share. This why we'll probably have to post over on Discord once we're done. But I tried the PB&J s'more, which is peanut butter, their own like berry compote. It's like a raspberry mix or something. And they're, I want to say homemade, but do you, would you call it homemade if it's at a business or like in-house, yeah. I guess? Handmade. Hand, uh, yeah. Handmade? But they make their their uh, marshmallows in house, and Ooh. they are super fluffy. They're these big honking squares that they put in each one, and they are super delicious. They are super gooey. I the PB and J one, it was good. I probably wouldn't get it again, but only because I also had the Mexican tiramisu which is uh, the other one that I got an opportunity to try. And they're they're pretty decent. They're pretty big. I don't know if I could bring up the picture on my phone here. Let me see. I'm on their website. I'm looking at their menu. They're uh, they all kinds. They got the OG, which is your classic one. They have a churros and chocolate, cookies and cream. Can you, can you see this? That's yes. the tiramisu one. It's like a, yeah. And look at my hand next to it. Like, it's... Yeah. The, gra- the crackers, by the way, the graham crackers that they use are they also make them there and they are churro flavored graham crackers. Oh, so on top of the <laughs> sweetness of and this is why I, you know, the, the connection to your churro story, uh, the graham crackers are churro and then it's got like all the tiramisu stuff. It did have caffeine in it. So that also kind of elevated it for me. But look at the big old hunk and square of. Of a marshmallow back there. That's bananas. Yeah. Oh, they also have a on banana the Elvis one. one. Yes. Oh, oh. I'm so trying. It looks like they here. have three, um, three flavors of their graham cracker. So they have a classic, which is you know just a regular. I'm assuming like honey or whatever. And then there's a churro, and then there's a chocolate graham cracker. Mm. And then they have yeah the Elvis, which is peanut butter and banana bacon, cookie dough. That's the other one I want to try. Samoa. That's the one my wife tried. Hazelberry, peanut butter M&M, PB&J, Funky Monkey, mm-hmm. Birthday, Salty oh. X. They have so many flavors. I think the boys tried the 
cookie dough and the cookies and cream s'mores. And they have so, ones that have ice cream in them. Ooh, look at this. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, they had so many things to try. They're not, I mean, they're fairly big. They're about $8 each, depending on what you get. The tiramisu one, I think, was a, an extra dollar because they have, it looks like they have like a monthly special. By the mm. way, we're not sponsored by them or anything. I'm just but we could be. What I, but we could be. Um, they. It looks like they have like a monthly special and the Mexican tiramisu just happened to be the one for January. So I got an mm. opportunity to try that one. Um, and then they have like ice cream sundae looking things that also have like all the s'more fixins and stuff. Uh, those also look good. Those look like they ranged anywhere from 10 to 13 bucks, 14 According bucks. According to this, they're nine specialty Sundays are <clears throat> nine ninety five to ten ninety five. I'm uh, on the web. I, I I'm on the I website. The, there's one for 14. That I'm yeah. I right think that's the, one that was up to 14. Yeah. That's the banana brulee that comes with bananas. That's like a bigger one, but it looks but amazing. It looks, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they have like they. I mean, they have some that are seven ninety five for just and six fifty for a single scoop if you just want some ice cream. They got all kinds of stuff here. Yeah, you go on their the drinks. They got not a bad at all. Frozen hot chocolate that looks really good. Yes, and they have the a only, regular hot chocolate. It their hot the chocolate. I remember reading they had it on the window. It, it looks like they only serve it through fall march. through spring. It's yeah, it like through March and then through the summer they don't really carry it. But yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to go back and try some other ones. That Elvis one, the one with the bananas and the bacon and, and all that stuff, looked really good. Somebody else ordered it while I was there waiting for our order, and it looked pretty good. So there's that one that I want to try. There was another one. I can't remember what it was, but there's so many flavors. Um, they have Valentine's Day specials right now. Yeah. Cupid so, uh, again, the prices were... Anywhere from like eight bucks to ten bucks for the s'mores themselves, depending on what flavor and the size and everything. Because they also have like a s'more flight, I mm. think, for like ten or twelve bucks, which has like five different like mini versions of different flavors that they have. It's like the half size of the one that I got for each one. Uh, and at first, like it might, you might get a little bit of sticker shock because you're thinking like eight bucks for a s'more. But then when you think about how much you spend on snacks when you're at Disneyland yeah. or uh -huh. at the resort, like you could probably pay ten bucks for something that might not even be good. And I could tell you, this was worth the eight bucks that I paid mm -hmm. for it. Like, well, it's just it, kind of like the crumble cookie and the all those different kind of style of thing where they're premium. You're not supposed to be like, all right, I'm getting a s'more every day, right? And yeah. I start my Starbucks and my daily s'more. Yeah. You kids and your blah 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 and pumpkin your spice avocado latte. Toast oh wait! And... Oh, don't say oh, pumpkin no. spice latte because <laughs> Becky will come in. She might come back. We, but we we'll, don't we'll need Becky appearing. Yeah, sorry, we don't bring we'll bring up the PSL. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Smorology definitely worth a shot if you are in the Southern California area near West Covina. Uh, again, we're not sponsored, but we can Yet. if you want to. Um, Give us a call. They're worth a shot. I, I totally enjoyed it. Tried two different ones, and I'm going to go back and try a couple of others. So, you know, I enjoyed it. Let's see. What else did we have? Oh, can, can we talk about Elmo and 
everything that happened over the last day with him the because feels what happened? What something happened to Mr. Noodle or something? <laughs> no. Oh, oh okay. first of all, uh, do you know you you guys know um, Rocco, right? He's Zoe's pet. Is Zoe no, the other I'd... the other monster? Chloe? I don't know. Zoe, who's I think who's... Zoe. Is it Zoe? It is Zoe, right? I know. Is Goldie, wrong? What, Sorry. Goldie. Goldfish? I think you're right. Is I that, think it is, is Zoe. That, uh... No. What's I don't know. What is Elmo's fish's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Zoe. Elmo fish. <clears throat> so Zoe has uh, a pet rock. And uh, Dorothy. There's there's been these there, there's been instances on Sesame Street where Rocco appears and Zoe's like, Oh, you know, it's somebody's birthday and Elmo's like, Oh, Gordon, happy birthday or somebody and she's like, No, it's not his and she's like oh happy birthday Zoe he's like no it's not mine and he's like is it Rocco she's like yes it's Rocco like he hates Rocco right <laughs> apparently everybody plays along with the fact that this imaginary friend of hers is a rock and he's always throwing that out there like you guys know that Rocco's a rock right like he's not real but he gets so angry because everybody plays along with it so those videos started to pop up on on my Instagram and my TikTok feed, and all of a sudden I see that there's a message from Elmo sitting on the steps of Sesame Street, and he's like, "I'm just checking in. I just, you know, just how's everybody doing?" Apparently, he placed the same post over on the artist formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> and people went bananas over it. People were posting. Uh, messages like, uh, you know, I'm really struggling, Elmo. I'm like, uh, it's been a really long this, or I'm trying to do this. And there weren't very many messages where people are like, yeah, we're doing hunky-dory. We're doing fine. And uh, it it was interesting to see how many responses. Uh, I, I don't remember what it was at, but it was a couple million um, by the time that, let me see, let me see if I can find it. Um, do, 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 do. let's see this post on, can we find it? Yep. So the post just said, Elmo is just checking in. How's everybody doing? And as of right now, it has 13,300 plus reposts. It's got 147 uh, likes, uh, 147,000 likes, 18,000 bookmarked, and over 203 million views. And so, um, yeah, people were really trauma dumping on Uh Elmo. It was... Weird. <laughs> it's I don't know if you do you remember Blues Clues? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Steve from Blues Clues, the original Steve, apparently made his way back to TikTok. He's been on social media for the last year or so after being gone forever. Mm-hmm. Well, he went to college, of course. Well, he did. Yeah, he went he to did. college, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the very first time he posted, he just happened to come up on my feed and he's like, "Oh, hey, 
it's good to see you again. I'm like, oh my God, that's Steve. That, oh my, that's Steve. I know, tears. And, yeah. And, and he's like, like just, why? it's been a while. Like, how have you been? Like, he's like, can't, like he's having this full-blown conversation. And me, this grown man's like, I'm doing great, Steve. Doing great. <laughs> right. like, how have you been? <laughs> and, and I guess that was the reaction a lot of other people had. And so he kind of occasionally comes on and does the same type of video, like where he's just kind of like listening or whatever, letting people trauma, like just trauma dump on him right mm-hmm. right and so it was funny to see elmo do it too and at the end sesame street replies with like you know if you need help you know with your mental health here's some links that could help you you know along the way uh but it like some of the responses were sad man it <laughs> just it goes to show how many people are struggling with so many different things you know, it, it puts a lot of things into perspective sometimes, but oh, poor Elmo. <laughs> I know, poor the people behind the account. Like, imagine oh, getting man. all the notifications. You're like, oh my gosh, it's got to be overwhelming. Well, then I think but... Elmo then replied, right? He was like, Elmo sees that everybody is having, like, Elmo, Elmo said something afterwards. Yeah. I hope everybody's yeah. doing all right or something. I don't remember. Yeah, and that's when I think the Sesame Street account stepped in and also uh, said something. Because there were different, uh, th- like, Santa Claus responded. Oh. I, <laughs> I have a screenshot. Like, Santa Claus is like, I'm doing great, Elmo, but worried about so many that are not doing well. Uh, wow, Santa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't repeat some of these usernames. But, yeah, it was pretty crazy, you know, looking at all the responses. So if you had an opportunity to respond to Elmo, uh, what did you say? Uh, If you're willing to share, you know, tell us over on Discord. And if you haven't shared anything, what would you share with Elmo if you were brave enough to share something? Because I think a lot of people will are feeling a lot of that stuff, but won't necessarily share it, you know, for whatever reason. You know, they don't want to look or feel, you know, a, a specific way after sharing it. So... Um, in a way, uh, all those people, whether they were doing it as a joke or not, I think there was a lot of people that just were brave enough to share how they were feeling, uh, you know, and, and now Elmo hopefully helped them through their journey a little bit. Elmo replied, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that is a, that it is, oh, geez, that it <laughs> is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves Aww. you. Oh, Elmo. <laughs> and, and to think that there was a point where we were small worlding Elmo because of the Tickle Me Elmo and the Elmo's world. And we're like, no, stop it. Stop it. And now look at him. <laughs> Elmo, the therapist. Right. At some point, without us even knowing, even Elmo went to college just like Steve. Got his psych degree. (laughs) Here we are doing this test, and you're like, we're going to start crying on our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be funny. Oh, man. You know what would get me? If Steve and Elmo were all like, all right, let's. Oh, uh, I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Let's let's go back and forth on this, Elmo. (laughs) All right, we should move on. Let's move on to something that I know. Uh, when Mel sent this to us in our text message chain, she's pretty excited about it because uh, it. Why don't you talk about it, Mel? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really, really excited because um, this was a movie that 
you know, rumors and whatnot. And then we kind of see that they're filming. Well, the movie that I'm talking about finally has a, a date. And we're looking at, uh, I was going to say November. Wow. I can't count. September 6, 24. And this was posted by Tim Burton himself. So, of course, it's extra special and official that Beetlejuice Beetlejuice is coming out. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be what well, we were talking about, the name, how we thought what it might be called it's not doesn't look like it's beetlejuice too so yay andrew that's not it (laughs) (laughs) um so in the picture it's just it's very dark and all you see is two hands that are like dirty and stuff and you know you see your the nails and you see the 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 tape the paper and the paper has a bunch of numbers and that's a callback to the nether the netherworld waiting room with Miss mm-hmm. Argentina. So to see that and then to see the numbers and know, okay, this is cool. This is the little Easter egg to the first film. So I'm going to be busy that day. Don't call me. <laughs> no, 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 don't because I will be in the movie theaters. I already have an outfit. I know that sounds crazy. But yes, I, I do. And I'm I'm super stoked because one, it's a Tim Burton film. We've got Beetlejuice coming back and Danny Elfman music. It's awesome. <laughs> I never asked you, Melissa, have <laughs> you seen the Beetlejuice musical? No, not yet. I love you, the, the soundtrack. If you ever get a chance to see it, it is phenomenal. Like, make, make a point. If it comes through anywhere close to you, go see It's It's very good. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, really Francisco. want to. Yeah, but uh, this is uh, exciting news. I've been a big fan of Beetlejuice for quite a long time. There's a photo of me somewhere, some Halloween, dressed up as Beetlejuice. I have a, I've uh, painted myself a jacket because I couldn't find any, you know, I didn't like the Halloween store version of the Beetlejuice oh, yeah. suit, so I made my own. It didn't look very good, but, you know, it looked it looked fine enough and... You know, ha- I had to fit. do a bald cap and then a wig and all this stuff. And yeah, nice. it's so big fan of Beetlejuice. Um, so this is some exciting news. I remember if I remember correctly, when I was uh, looking up Beetlejuice stuff a long time ago, the original sequel to Beetlejuice was going to be like Beetlejuice in Hawaii or something like that. That, that was is like the, awesome. That was like the original <laughs> concept in like the 90s or 80s or ni- like probably the 90s it was getting developed to to have a sequel to Beetlejuice and it just kind of fell apart and didn't happen. Um, I mean, there's the cartoon series, obviously, but yeah, there's there's people have been trying to do a Beetlejuice sequel, I think, for a little while, and they finally got everybody together, and it looks like, you know, with the cast coming back and the team coming back and, and you know, what Burton has said about it with, you know, it felt like making, the like, the first time in a while that he's, like, making old, like, a movie's like he used to again. You know, mm-hmm. with just good actors and puppets and things like that. So I'm excited to see if this, you know, has that magic that, you know, that Tim Burton sheen that I feel anyway has been kind of missing from his latest ventures. Yeah. So I have a question for both of you. I know we talk mm-hmm. a lot about 
sequels and you know that how that there's a lot of complaining on the internet about how there's nothing original in Hollywood anymore. Why do you think because I, I I know people are excited for Beetlejuice Beetlejuice, especially after seeing the post and seeing the announcement for the official date that it's going to uh, be released. How do you? Why do you think there's a different vibe around this sequel versus the other sequels that we get for other properties? I think because it's not a reboot, it's not retelling the story um and there's a story that actually just follows what happened in the first film um and the fact that there's you know we were just talking about the broadway show um and then there's the beetle house so pretty much it's still there's a lot of love for beetlejuice um yeah and I, I feel like that's that's why it's a little bit different. If it were to be a reboot, I would not be excited. Oh no, no oh, way. Yeah, there's even there's if it was Burton doing it. Ooh. Or do you think? Or do you Speaking think that your I've... excitement is because, like you said, Andrew, the the fact that even Burton said, like, I'm happy that I'm doing it with these people. I feel like I'm back yeah. in my element. Michael Keaton, Catherine like, O'Hara. Yeah. Like, do you think that because he's going to try to replicate that magic again? Is that's what is that what's getting you excited? Or that you know, would because, be it. That would be, yeah, because that's the argument, right? That we mm-hmm. have too many sequels, we have too many this, we have too many that. I know people already have, like, superhero movie fatigue. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're really seeing that a lot with uh, a lot of the recent releases, um, you know, which we can have a whole conversation about. But uh, it's always it's always interesting to me to see which films that actually get a sequel people get excited about and because there's sometimes that I think like, Oh, like I, I don't think that movie needed a sequel, you know, mm-hmm. like why, why are we doing this? But this one, even though, you know, Tim Burton's like latest films haven't, like you said, Andrew, they don't have that like sheen, you know, they're, not, they don't have that like Burton magic that they've had in the past. Mm-hmm. This one, like, there's just so many people excited about it. Like, I, I, per, I really hope that it doesn't disappoint. I really hope that he's able to bring what he brought to the original Beetlejuice because, I mean, where's that going to put it for people if it doesn't bring it, right? Right. You're right. And I mean, I'm I think kidding. there's, there's like, I don't know. I have a weird, like, viewpoint on this. I'm like, when you take like a property, let's just I'm going to I'm going to use something that's on the top of my brain right now. And let's just say Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. You take something like Back to the Future. There have been no sequels made of Back to the Future besides the original trilogy that exists. Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale have said no sequels. This is it's a complete story. Da, 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 da. We're not rebooting it. We're not nothing. Um, you hear that but, story? But well, and here's the thing. Like, people have been trying, like, I know people have been, like, pawing at this. Like, that's something, like, why is there not a a remake? Why is there not this? It's something that, you know, is very, like, marketable and, like, was very, very popular. And I think there there comes a point when something is so, 
like popular and like in the zeitgeist that it becomes too much to like make a sequel and have it live up to anything that it was before. Now, yeah. Beetlejuice is, I think, a different um, like thing altogether because, you know, it was a from what I remember and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but was a moderate success at the box office and became, you know, a cult movie and stuff like that. It was still, you know, still big movie, you know, Alec Baldwin, all these people like kind of came out of this and, and kind of grew out of Beetlejuice, but it wasn't, was, wasn't, and probably still isn't like the biggest movie you can think, you know, it's, it's not star Wars. It's not this, it's not that. And it's, it's sat dormant with just people, you know, remembering it fondly and, and making a sequel to that when it sat for 30, whatever years, um, is, is kind of different than, you know, Toy Story five or whatever. Um, and there's also, (laughs) I could get in such a big rabbit hole, but like there are stories that lend themselves well to a sequel and then there are stories that don't, but there are stories that don't lend themselves well to a sequel that are very, very popular that then they have to shoehorn in a sequel or make it a prequel or whatever to to Maleficent? to take that in. Maleficent yeah, story Lightyear for for, you know, I mean, I thought Lightyear was fine, but there was a whole lot of confusion there. There's just like, but you take something like Jumanji that that was a movie that people are like hey this is just like a great movie and how are you going to make a sequel of it and they made two sequels and they both made like over a billion dollars and people really love those movies the 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 Jumanji sequels i like them i thought they're fun and i don't Listen, think that they the last do a time detriment somebody, go ahead the last time somebody played real life jumanji was march of 2020 we don't need that again <laughs> yeah, but no. but i don't think the the what the Jumanji sequel movies do doesn't detract or take away from the original Jumanji. I think they with that film <clears throat> excuse me, with that film they they really did it in such a way that the the films can like almost live independently of each other um even though it's technically a sequel. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think there's there's just kind of certain projects and that it, you know it's probably hard to like quantify of like this is a thing that you just know people are going to like and this is a thing that people are going to just be annoyed by making the eternals 2 or whatever uh, you know i don't know but and another thing with beetlejuice 2 i don't want to get on this big tangent but <laughs> there aren't many movies i would say any movies like beetlejuice at all i mean it's it's yeah. a horror comedy and like so many other genres just like the you know creepy spooky silly it's like it's all these things in one and it's just like a movie that isn't made anymore it's kind yeah. of, there's there's lots of movies that just aren't made anymore just like there's like you know if you know the movie like romancing the stone which is you know just kind of like an adult you know movie and they just kind of like it's like kind of like a romance adventure movie for for adults and they just go see this movie and whatever 
those are all like shoved to like TV movies now, all those kinds of movies. They're not put into the theater and for people to see. So there's just like the movie industry itself had changed so much that it, I don't know. I'm getting like two in the weeds here. So I'm just going to say I'm excited for Beetlejuice and <laughs> uh, I'm glad it's being made and somebody else could talk now. Yeah. The end. I, I no, I mean I agree with you. I think it's not just movies in Hollywood. I think all types of media have evolved in in ways that aren't so great, right? I think when we had the explosion of reality TV, it just it changed the dynamic of how people want to watch TV and with streaming and all of the services that became available, it changed the habits of how people tend to consume media, right? Because like we've talked about this before where every week I would look forward to a TV show that I was watching because, I mean, think of one of the biggest shows of all time, Lost, right? Mm -hmm. When Lost was on, people were like every week excited to see what the next episode was. But now you release something similar, you know, you could just dump them all on Netflix and somebody will binge them all in a day and a half. And, you know, by day two, somebody's spoiling it for you on Instagram or whatever because they're like, you'll never believe what happens. <gasps> Connection to the last one. Da -da -da! <laughs> you know, like you see all those posts. So the way that we consume content is certainly different. Uh, I was, what was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to uh, Pod Meets World, the, the Boy Meets World a rewatch podcast and Will Friedle was talking about how you know we don't really see like the family sitcom anymore the way that it used to exist in the 90s or even the 80s like the full houses of the world and mm -hmm. the family matters and all that stuff like there are sitcoms and Disney Channel has a lot of sitcoms but they're very formulaic and they don't have that like wholesome family vibe that a lot of these shows were were trying to put on and a lot of them excelled in right in in many ways so yeah it it just media in general is definitely different the explosion of like shorts on youtube or tiktok and short form content uh definitely has changed attention spans and how we like to consume like everything in bits and pieces than the whole like one hour two hours or whatever you know we were used to consuming it as before but you know i guess that's probably why like now like that i've kind of verbalized all of that maybe that's why uh, a, a lot of people are also looking forward to Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, right? Because it's a comfort film for a lot of people. It might be like a cult classic, but it's also like a comfort film for a lot of people. So bringing back the original cast, you know, continuing the story is something that feels familiar to people. And it's allowing them to kind of expand on that feeling that they knew when, you know, when they were younger and they saw the original Beetlejuice all that time ago. So interesting thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think about it. We'd, are you excited about Beetlejuice? Uh, have you even seen the original Beetlejuice? Let us know. Join us on Discord. We'd love to have you there. Uh, I get to try a cool new feature if you're watching this on video. Uh, let's go with this one. Boom. Oh, look at that. 
Visit podcasters.com slash links for our latest episode, the Quizneyland playlist, links to our Discord, link to the FGP squad, and our YouTube channels. Uh, You'll find our YouTube channel, uh, Larry's YouTube channel, Goopy Guys Adventures. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe to both of those. Uh, We need to start pushing TikTok if we ever want to go live. We have a TikTok account. We don't post much because... The reach just isn't there for us yet. But if we eventually want to go live, I guess we, we have to start pushing it, right? So follow us on TikTok if you're not following us yet. And I will do my best to post stuff there so that you have at least content to see uh, whenever. That way we can get the ball rolling there. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's talk about the FGB squad before we move on. Uh being a part of the FGP squad family. First of all, uh, I'm like already screwing this up because I'm like trying to like do the little tickers and I'm trying to do like, <laughs> before I move on, do you guys like the little ticker that's happening like this? Or do you like, uh, like, boom, like this one? Like this just I like the ticker because that covers up Melissa. <laughs> it does cover up <laughs> Melissa. You're right. You know, it's funny. I, I think I can set it so that doesn't happen. But that's okay. a conversation for off the air. That's, yep. that's a behind-the-curtain sort of situation, backstage, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, Okay, so let's go back to the other one. Oh, Oh. look, it stacks them. (laughs) Now we really get to see Melissa. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, So before we continue, we do want to send a special shout-out and a special thank you to all of the members of the FGP squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. Uh, if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can check out the little ticker at the bottom of the screen if you're watching the video. Check out podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a link to our Patreon, a uh, list of some of our top contributors, a little bit of uh, information about what the FGP Squad is all about. But of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. But being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like access to um the the games that we're gonna do which kind of are the evolution of the f the fgp happy hour calls that we were doing uh discount codes on new podcasters gear uh let's see a special section of discord random giveaways and all sorts of stuff so if you would like more information again podcasters.com slash fgp is where you want to go and of course to all of the members of the fgp squad we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support Yay! i just you know saying this i just realized that even though we have the ticker and stuff i guess i could technically just come up with like a slide that now has like the FGP squad info. We can show off the, the logo and everything. And uh, I, I oh, might yeah. even pre-record it at this point. That way, if I'm starting to sound hoarse, like I am right now, <laughs> it'll just sound better. <laughs> yeah. And then I won't flub it while we're live. I could just cut to a video. <laughs> you could. Why not? Uh, we're evolving. It's all, we're, that's we're all this is we're about. Trying. Yeah, we're learning. <laughs> We're trying. We're, we did we're it. Figuring stuff out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Before we wrap up this episode, let's talk a little bit about. Ah, uh, there's so many things. Let's. You know what? Let's save the the Pixar Hotel for next week. Okay. And let's actually talk about Epic Universe because 
That was, it, I mean, it's a really big announcement. This is something that was announced back in, what, 2019 originally? The, the, the concept, the idea of Epic Universe was laid out. And finally, uh, a couple of days ago, we got a video from Universal with people that work at Universal, the, the president, the CEO. And what, is, what does Universal call like their version of Imagineers? Like, I, I don't it's think Universal I Creative, I believe. They're just called oh, Creative? That makes, yeah, I, think so. I believe so. Okay. All right. I did not know that. Cool. So uh, we got a video. Uh, Andrew, I know you were researching a little bit about this. Do you mind talking a little bit about some of what's coming to Epic Universe? Sure. Yeah. Epic Universe, uh, the as Universal Studios calls it, their fourth park, but it's their third park. Um, I, unless you then say Walt Disney World has uh, six parks. Um so you can get into that fight later, whoever, do whatever. You can yell at me. I don't care. The Universal Studios parks are Universal <laughs> Studios Florida, Islands of Adventure, the Volcano Bay Water Park, and then Epic Universe. Um, everything but Epic Universe is pretty much contained in uh, a central Universal property. And about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so down the freeway or a road or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't live in Florida. Uh, is Epic Universe uh, completely separate from everything else, but it's going to, it's their, it's basically the first new large theme park since 1999, if you think about it, like in the U.S. anyway. Yeah. Um, because the last large park was, what, Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. And I believe that was 1999. Um, and so this is, especially for Florida, the first like major theme park expansion um, since then. Uh, and so uh, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five lands, or I think they're calling them uh, worlds at Epic Universe. Um, the entryway area is called Celestial Park. Um, and that is kind of like a Main Street-esque hub sort of thing, but there's going to be a few attractions there. There's a roller coaster, um, a uh, a very high-tech carousel um, dealio, um, and yeah, restaurants and other things. There's a lagoon. It's a very interesting uh, concept of how this is laid out. Um, there's also like the the like castle kind of thing as you would call it you know big focal point of the park is a giant hotel called helios um and that's you know right at the opposite of the um the front gate if you're looking at the concept art it's you know straight thoroughfare straight it's helios the hotel it's i like believe 500 it's rooms right? 500 room hotel which is not wow you know not very large yeah. uh if you think about it um if that's the only hotel on that property, I, I think there's one more hotel on property besides um, Helios, uh, but I don't have the name of that in front of me. Um, the other uh, uh, worlds. Uh, so the, the kind of concept for this is there's like a portal kind of whole gate stargate thing. I don't know what you want to call it um, <laughs> that you go through to enter the world. Um, and they all have like kind of like a spirey kind of look. Um, 
to them uh you know it's like a it's like a tube with posts and things so uh the four other worlds besides celestial park are super nintendo super nintendo world uh how to train your dragon isle of burke harry uh, the wizarding world of harry potter ministry of magic and dark universe um so super nintendo world uh we know uh much about we've talked about it uh it's been in japan it's in hollywood and this is now in florida um or will be in florida they will have i believe the full extent of every um super nintendo thing that japan has so the uh, mario kart attraction the yoshi attraction and they will have um a, like a land within a land uh, uh donkey kong island i believe as well yeah. with the donkey kong coaster uh has some very cool technology where there's like a track below a track kind of thing so it looks like you can like jump over broken track things uh but there's a concept art and and trial videos and stuff you can find online that are pretty cool um how to train your dragon uh i believe has a uh possibly a dual racing coaster or there's some kind of coaster there's also like a spinner ride there may be some other other things in there that not not everything there's, is announced there's supposed for. to be three there's supposed to be something called Dragon's Racer Rally, mm-hmm. uh, Fire Drill, and then Hiccup's Wing Gliders. Those are the okay. the rumored attractions for Isle of Burke. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So there's the roller coaster. There's a. There's like a. One of them is a spinner attraction. I know. Uh, 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 Bio Reconstruct on uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter, um, post posted uh that getting installed i'm the third one's probably a simulator i'm not 100 percent sure um then we can make our way over to harry potter uh, ministry of magic uh rumors of this land were that uh it was originally going to be themed to uh the fantastic beast series and so i think a lot of the uh, things there are kind of like hold over from that but it's going to be ministry of magic and i'm sure there's there's I think probably the biggest attraction in the park is going to be there just based on the concept art. It has the uh, biggest uh, show building. (laughs) Um, If you look at the concept art and so Harry Potter, blah, 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 whatever. And then uh, probably what Melissa's waiting for. I left for the last is the dark universe, which is the universal monsters. Um, We have Wolfman, (laughs) the uh, Frankenstein's monster, and a dracula um i believe there's also so there's going to be um like frankenstein mansion i believe is the um the attraction uh the main attraction in that land or uh world i should say um and if if you can find them online somewhere there's some uh concept art for their the monsters costumes and it's sort of interesting they have a new take on on what those look like um but yeah it's it seems to be you know i don't know it seems small if you think about like theme parks and how they are now but it's it's like what three six it's like 10 10 12 to 15 rides depending um and 
you know, that's probably similar to what Animal Kingdom has. So I don't know. It 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 has. It looks like it has plenty of room for expansion. Um, if you look at the concept art, it looks like there's there's plenty of room to add more uh, more worlds if they wanted to. Yeah, from some of the stuff that I've been reading, it looks like there's going to be eleven actual attractions or rides. Um, because I think one of the articles that I read said that in total, if you count like all of the concessions and all of the other stuff, like the shows and everything, there's mm-hmm. going to be 50 different things that you can do uh, in Epic Universe. But 11 of those are supposed to be actual rides. Gotcha. Uh, there's there's two that are going to be in Celestial Park, which is the Constellation Carousel and the Starfall Racers. Um, Isle of Burke is going to have the three we talked about earlier. Ministry of Magic is supposed to be just one, but it's this giant like simulator thing. And then Super Nintendo World is supposed to have three, maybe mm-hmm. four. Uh, and then Dark Universe is going to have two, which is Monsters Unchained, which is a Frankenstein attraction. And then Curse of the Werewolf is the other rumored attraction. Uh, I don't know if those have been confirmed yet, but... I know some of some of them have uh, and some of them haven't. I know in the video they they only touched on on so many things, uh, yeah. probably trying to leave stuff for for future announcements. Yeah, you know there there's um uh, I think you mentioned the other hotels that are probably going to be uh, in Epic Universe. I think Stella Nova. That the, sounds the, the other one. The concept art that I had seen for Stella Nova is everything that I originally expected to see from the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, this is with the windows and stuff, The right? windows that look seeing, like they're looking yeah. out into space, yeah. This uh, is the big is, colorful one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this looks way more than what I thought, um, or what I thought the Galactic Star Cruiser was what should have been or was going to be originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the concept art for all of the, the stuff that's, coming to epic universe looks fantastic it does Uh, from what i've seen it looks like it's twice the size of epcot as far as the the acreage that they're going to be using the portals uh which they call chronos to go from one land to another they they look like the Doctor Strange portals that we talked about adding to Hollywood Land <laughs> to go between stuff when we armchair imagined Avengers Campus. That was uh, my notes. Except that they have a big old antenna thing. <laughs> <laughs> they just have this giant pole wand looking thing. Well, it depends on the thing. Like one's like it's like a Mario pipe. The other one's a wand. The other one's like right. a tree thing. Right. Okay. So I need to bring this up. Uh, picture 11 out of 28. This is the um, Starfall Racers. And I believe this is the one that goes 3D and whatnot. I mean, 3D. What am I talking about? 360. And looks like it, it's like I'm blown. I'm okay. So let me train a thought. I'm right there with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look at this and I'm like. This is what I was trying to explain for my main attraction. Mm-hmm. What? And <laughs> so, it, honestly, it's almost like it's it's almost like we do that episode, we do an armchair, and then we see this, and it's like, 
every single time. Like, yeah. this is, this is, it looks cool. It looks really cool. And that's exactly what I thought in my head. So, yeah. So, Mel <laughs> is referring to some of the concept art that IGN posted as part of the, like, what Universal released for Epic Universe. Uh, let me actually share this. We'll we'll go through the slides and we'll talk a little bit more about them. But uh, let me see. Let's go with this one right here. Boom. All right. So this is the map. If you're watching the mm -hmm. video version, we're going to go through some of the slides here. If not, we'll post a link on Discord uh, and we'll post some of the images that we're talking about as well. But... Uh, this is the map. I mean, this is a pretty large footprint. Again, from what we know, it's 700 to 800 acres. It's it's supposed to be twice the size of Epcot. And like Andrew said, it's technically down the street. You know, it, it's a good it's a good, you know, ways away from the rest of the resort and the rest of the hotels and everything that Universal already has in Florida. But if we scroll through some of this concept art, uh, this is the main entrance, right? This is um, uh, Celestial Park. Yeah. Yeah, that's that crazy. I mean, it looks so cool. It, that I believe is that's the entry to entrance to the whole park. So that's the entrance to Celestial Park. Gotcha. Okay, and I see the the hotel in the back that mm -hmm. you were talking Helios. about. Too. Helios. Yeah. Let's see. This is. This is just the backside th of the entrance, right? I think that's yeah, that's yeah. like the like shopping and and, and things there, I yeah. believe. I I really like the concept art here too because if when you look at it, I think the next one has it. Yeah, it's got like this giant fountain-looking thing with like a mermaid or something coming out. This is I the the art and the architecture and the design looks like it's very Greek meets mm -hmm. Uh, like steampunk meets Dreamlight Valley, thorny. <laughs> like it, it's like there's yeah. so much of everything meets Mario pipes, and it's crazy. So we'll keep flipping through some of these. We'll keep describing them, but I think this is just another angle. Uh, I, I, I think in the in the video they said something about they're putting the park back in theme park. Something you oh. know they're they're That's trying a dig, to have man they're trying to have <laughs> more well I think it's just they're trying to have more green space and and, and things to be more calming in that in that celestial shade. park area more yeah trees. shade exactly Definitely. looking at you Avengers <laughs> campus shade and shade <laughs> <laughs> they're, right? they're telling us they're bringing shade in by shading mm -hmm. <laughs> let's see uh, this the is the one for the world. ministry yep. yeah. That's why it looks like it's got the wand. I was like, why is that unicorn up yeah, there? But it's it a, hand a, with a, wand. <laughs> a hand with a wand. Got it. Filler. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. This the is the Mario. Mario. It says, Super here Nintendo we go on the pipe or on the uh, on the tube there. I love what? that it's got like the streamers, like the streams mm -hmm. of color. For the other one with the wand in the air? The Harry Potter. Uh -huh. I don't know if that's going to stay because it's florida and oh it's a rod. lightning rod uh -huh. maybe it maybe it's a maybe it's a, a you know on purpose it's, lightning rod or, maybe. Uh, <laughs> or it's 3d printed with some kind of plastic filament that they just keep repainting or yes. it's like those uh hood uh hood ornaments on like uh 
um, like Rolls Royce where it retracts into itself when it gets too. Uh, All right, let's keep an eye on it. We'll let's see. see. <laughs> Once people start posting videos of it, uh, let's see. This is the Isle of Burke portal. Correct. Looks yep. pretty cool. This looks very Tomorrowland, by the way. Yes, it looks like nineties Tomorrow, like like yeah, or France Tomorrowland, Discovery yeah. Bay. That Discovery Bay like steampunk look. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. man, it's just it's so good. And this right here, this is Disney Dreamlight so Valley. Cool. There's this, Melissa. Ah, uh, purple. It's, it's Disney got Dreamlight like a Valley. purple, like castle-y kind of thing, but also full, yeah. f- like surrounded by like brambles and 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 like craggy trees and and it's so creepy looking rocks it's, it's... and things. Listen, if they can make the sky look like that every time you're going <laughs> to walk you through just that look portal that as well, section. that like I don't want it to be sunny. As soon as you approach the portal, the skies around it. It's also like in Dreamlike yeah. Valley when you go up the ramp to the yes. whatever, and then all the sky gets dark. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, so this is the first one that made me start thinking about your attraction, Mel. Because when I first yep. saw this, I was like, oh, "That's an all a." Like that's the the all park roller coaster open yeah. air that Mel was talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I, and listen, we recorded that episode before any of this was even released. Like, this is brand new concept art for the attractions. Yep. So, if we've learned anything from previous Armchair Imagineering episodes and from this one, especially looking at this concept art, is that one, Disney's listening, and so is Universal now, <laughs> and two. <laughs> We could be Imagineers and we could be Universal Creative. So give us a call. We're there for you. Seriously. Yeah, if you need a hand, (laughs) we got some ideas. Right? I could switch over to Universal. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, their passes are less (laughs) expensive. Let's make some uh, new Ben and Black attraction. We can work on some Minions. Uh, Fast and the Furious. Talk about sequels. We could go back to Back to the Future. I Love Lucy. Mm -hmm. Why not bring a Beetlejuice attraction in? Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice is Warner Brothers, but they have the license for we'll, it. So. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll fine. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's see. This, uh, again, this is also very Cosmic Rewind, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's got a Cosmic Rewind slash, n- it doesn't have a lot of blue in it, but it does feel like, like Tron-ish. It also kind of looks like uh, DCA 1.0. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. like the, the sun, sun wheel and the big sun yeah. thing You're and right. like it's 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 taken from lots of stuff. There's there's a lot there's a lot going on here in this photo. Yeah, this the image of Starfall Racers is what we're looking at right now. Uh, Constellation Carousel. This uh, again, this looks like Discovery Bay to me, but the lights and the color like the color palette and Beautiful. like that rustic look. I just, mm-hmm. I love this. I mm-hmm. love this. So and I much. believe the, the carousel um, is going to be uh, something like closer to like Mater's junkyard, jamboree teacup kind of style. Yeah. Like, like thing where, where they, they move around. They're not just, um, uh, just going around in a circle. There's other stuff going on with the, with the um, carousel. Nice. I like it. Uh, this is a photo of Atlantic. Let's see. The Blue Dragon Pan-Asian restaurant that's coming to 
Where's this going? Oh, this is going to be in Celestial Park. Uh, more stores stuff. Helios, man. This just looks like it belongs in Vegas on mm-hmm. the moon. Yeah. <laughs> like it has this like futuristic. You know what moon this Vegas. also has the vibes of? For anyone that is playing Eternity Isle uh, for Disney Dreamlight Valley, it's got this like old ancient civilization with advanced technologies like written all over it. I'm telling you, it's got some Greek influence. It's got that steampunk. It looks really majestic, but rustic. And like, I I don't even know how to describe it, man. This is fantastic. It's classy, baby. Yeah. This is like Bellagio on the moon. Like that's how I'm going to describe it. Bellagio on the moon. Let's see. This is the Stellanova Resort that I was yep, talking about. Yep, and they about. have two buildings. I think this is probably three times the three or four times the rooms as Helios. This is probably the one they're going to lean on more uh, yeah. for for resorts. So, uh, again, look futuristic look. It's got a a very again old Tomorrowland mm-hmm. like look to it. Like it's very. I wouldn't Future be mad retro? if this is what happened to Tomorrowland. For Me real. Either. For real. This is one of the rooms I was talking about at Stellanova. It's definitely a lot more space feeling. It's got that portal looking out into space. Um, and I so believe those are pass-through screens, so you can turn them off and just look outside if you want, as opposed That's cool. to Ooh. just being a TV screen. That is cool. I love that. Again, Our this is the lobby. lobby. Outside the other of the building. other building, what we do inside more, the thing, this more is hotel. So good, man. It looks it nice. Is. It is. It's very nice. They really have oh, uh, lots yeah. of hotel photos on this one. <laughs> they are. Yeah, yeah, they do have a lot. The nice pool, palm trees, and the and room back again. Back to this one again. Cool. Oh, man. Epic Universe is really looking like it's it's gonna i don't know man it's gonna give disney a run for their money in florida Uh, especially coming off of the heels of the galactic star cruiser and i i know they added you know galaxy's edge but it's a whole new park you know in several decades so i know the excitement is there i know there's a lot of people that you know, we joked about it a moment ago, but the idea of uh, people going to Universal or going to other theme parks here in Southern California, going to places like Knott's Berry Farm, isn't far-fetched, you know, because, you know, whether you're going to spend $1,600 on a, a magic key that you have to get reservations for and all that stuff, or you're going to spend 200 bucks on on Knott's Berry Farm season pass and you can go pretty much whenever for an additional 25 or 30 or something like that. You can add parking for an additional 20. You can add a meal plan or like a drink plan that will allow you to get a free soda refill every 10 minutes or something like the perks are insane that you can get at other parks right now. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to the dynamic of people. I mean, obviously the first year is there's going to be a lot of people going, right? You're going to see a lot of the vloggers, a lot of the, you know, uh, the, the influencers going. So there's obviously going to be 
like for this first six months, I think there's going to be a lot of videos, a lot of buzz and everything around it. But it'll be interesting to see how it does like a year into it or two years into it once it's been really established and what once the the idea of it being a brand new park has kind of like faded away and how it settles into being its own park, especially considering that it's not like a monorail right away the way that or like a shuttle. I guess it is a shuttle right away, right? Even if it is like 15, 20 minutes from the other resorts, yeah, it is just a quick shuttle And a lot ride. of the parks down there are like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, I lose on that argument because you're right. I guess even with all the Disney stuff, you still have to take uh, what, like shuttles and ferries and all that stuff to get to the different yeah. parks. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So... All right, well, we're going to share a link to the, this IGN article that had a lot of the concept art that we just looked through over on Discord. Uh, we will also take a couple of the screenshots in case you don't want to take a look at the article, but we'll take some of the screenshots. We'll post them over on Discord as well if you want to take a look. And give us uh, your comments on this. We'd love to hear how you feel about Universal opening Epic Universe. Uh, it's looks really good i mean again it's a brand new park in uh, several decades and um yeah i I know i keep saying that it's going to be interesting to see what happens all right uh anything else before we wrap up this episode i don't think so no all right good well, again, let me pop up one of these like nifty banners again, just because I can. <laughs> Remember, podcasters.com slash links. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to come up, Mel. I'm going to have to shift the, the video or something to make sure that you're not covered up whenever we do one of these pop-ups. But podcasters.com slash links. Uh, there you will find our latest episode, a link to the Quiz Me Land playlist, links to our Discord, the FGP squad, and our YouTube channel, Podcateers and Goofy Guys Adventures. Make sure that you subscribe, hit that notification for any time we post a new video or we go live once we start doing this a little bit more frequently. And that's it. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next time, keep dreaming. Keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Part of the Podcasters Network.